Hello and welcome to another episode of the Enlisted Podcast. My name is Antonio Talamo. And I'm Casey Coleman. This is uh, what we like to call the anti-resolution podcast because we are doing our top five chain restaurants and this is being released essentially the first week after the New Year's. And I know a lot of people make their their weight resolutions. Do you do the same, Casey? Um, I am a big resolution person. I find something very cathartic about kind of starting over in January. January is the worst month ever. Uh, it's too dark. It's too cold. But for me, I don't know. There's something about setting goals. I'm, I'm usually pretty good at putting my mind to something and kind of doing it. I, a couple of years ago, I was in college. I said, I want to tell the truth for a year. Did that for a whole year. I blogged about it. I have run marathon, half marathons, I should say, have not run full marathons yet. Someday, maybe. But I'm pretty good at uh, when I set my mind something, Antonio, I uh, go out and do it. Yeah, I do find the I'm going to start in January and lose weight thing to be a little bit overrated. Because I think you could start at any time. I think people find an excuse. And we know that, I forget what the percentage is, but most people do not complete the resolution. I, I, I think part of that is just too much pressure. I think yeah. people definitely put this pressure to do it. So I think the fact that we're doing an anti-weight resolution podcast is just going to be like, if you want to eat that thing, eat that thing. Just be yeah. healthier in other days. And- And I mean, that's always my problem, right? Like I, my fiance and I always joke because we're sort of opposite. Like he could eat salad for the rest of his life, but doesn't really love to exercise. And for me, it's like, I would, I would run a thousand miles for mozzarella sticks. Yeah. You would actually, you work out to eat essentially. Yes. Yeah. Like I just, I love food so much. And so I, I don't know. I think a lot of people struggle in the, in the cold winter time just because it, mm-hmm. it's so cold. Like, it's just so cold. It's hard to find motivation. Right? And you need insulation. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I just, the winter months are definitely when I eat the most. But I don't know if I eat the most or I just have less physical activity because in the yeah. summer, like, you'll go for a walk. Like, in the winter, there's, like, I, my exercise is walking from the couch to the fridge. Yeah, there's really nowhere to go, especially, you know, northern New Jersey, New York area. It's cold, it's windy, it's snowy. It's it's difficult, but, you know, to those out there, we salute you. And uh, may this new year bring you whatever you're hoping to find. Yeah, and I think today's topic, too, will always be controversial because everyone has a different thing that they love about chain restaurants. And what we mean by chain restaurants, Casey, I want to make sure we're on the same page because we haven't been in other podcasts, but this one, I think we do. And it's not just like, it could be sit down. It could be fast, casual. It could be fast food. Any of those are going to count for that. And I think everyone has a different opinion on those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and there's so many places to go, right? I mean, there's so many chains out there and you know i we're gonna get into it in a little bit and i think it'll be fun to kind of hear back and forth uh your reasoning for certain places you like to eat well i'll tell you some of mine are more recent right i enjoy them because i'm older and i i like certain things a certain way but honestly some of the ones on my list are also just ones that i've been eating since i was a kid Mm -hmm. and i won't give anything away but like there's a lot of these fast food restaurants, especially, right? Because fast casual, kind of like a new millennial kind of eatery, I should say. But some of these are like 
they're iconic, right? You have McDonald's with the golden arches. Uh, exactly. Um, how badly did you want to play in a play place when you were a kid? How badly? I always did. I, so funny story. I've shared on this podcast before that uh, my mom is deaf. And growing up, you know, this was sort of post challenges occasionally, like if it was ever just her and I in sort of a situation. And there was once a time where I think her car broke down or we needed to get a ride from somebody and a family friend or something and they you know asked me and I was maybe like six or seven like oh like you know can you tell me how to get home and I I had said to the person I was like oh do you know like where the McDonald's is and the guy was like yeah but do you live near there and I I said no I just I just want to (laughs) play so you just wanted to go in the ball pit yeah it was basically you know soliciting an Uber at uh age seven years old before Uber was a thing yeah no, that, that's, I mean, that's an interesting thing. The fact that you really wanted to go, and McDonald's was like the first, I feel like one of the first to do it. And then, of course, Burger King followed up. Wendy's never really had it. So I would say it's probably only those two things. The one that I used to go to also had Nintendo 64 stations. Wow, really? Yes, yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously, as I got older, I was upset that I couldn't go in the ball pit because they got rid of them because I think kids were like suffocating in them or something um so i actually know a lot about ball pits because when i was like 13 or 14 years old i made it like a i was on a crusade that summer to go find one um and i i made my one aunt like basically take me all over creation to try to find one then later learned that ball pits um so there's a multitude of reasons why they're gone now and you don't find them really anywhere uh, the first, there's a couple suffocation cases, um, but honestly, Antonio, and I'm I'm sure this is easy to picture now, but they weren't sanitary. What do you mean? They didn't you know, wash like, each ball at the end of the yeah. night? Yeah, like, but I mean, kids would like poop, pee, throw up in Ugh, them. Not so And then it was like, and I mean, imagine what a nightmare that would be to clean, right? How do you contain one area? Um, because as you, if you're pulling out certain balls, they're just going to keep falling and it's just... An absolute mess. You can look up horror stories of like snakes getting into them. Oh my uh, god! You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Down south, I like I said. Of I, course, yeah. It's probably in Florida. Everything happens in Florida. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot about ball pits though, and so sadly, it's one of those things that I mean, I loved as a kid, just being able to play and have fun, and you know, I really looked forward to it. I think Happy Meals are definitely iconic, right? There's a reason it's called a Happy Meal. So good. And, you know, you want to talk about, right, Disney sells happiness, but so does McDonald's. And I think there's a reason it kind of stands the test of time. And no, I used to love yeah. the toys. The toys were the best. It feels like now they, I, I'm not trying to sound like the old guy in the room. That's not what this is. I, I'm not trying to be that person, but now there's like really cheap toys. Casey, I don't, forget, uh, not, not to not talk about McDonald's, but Burger King also had toys, right? They weren't Happy Meals, but they were a version of that. Mm-hmm. Back in the early 2000s, I don't know if you remember this, but Burger King used to do these like Pokemon. Yes. Pokemon oh, my God. They were like, like balls. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't some of them golden. I totally yes, remember No, this. so inside of them were like these little golden shields with like Pikachu and whatever. I still have them somewhere. I need to find them and maybe we can post a picture on our Instagram. But like those things felt like they were worth like $20 and they were just yeah. giving them away in the toys oh at Burger King. That's how I felt. Um, I was very, very, very big into Beanie Babies. And so when McDonald's would do. <laughs> yeah. Is anyone really into Beanie Babies? 
Oh, I was into Beanie Babies. I had like a whole tub full of them. Um, I had cases for my Beanie Babies. I, if I got $10 for Shovel in the Snow, I spent it on a Beanie Baby. Beanie Babies were like my currency. And probably 10 years ago, I sold them all at a yard sale. Um, cause for like a nickel. I, basically um and i mean i definitely let some big ones go like i had the princess diana bear she was like in a case see that one i would have kept yep i was like no we just have to get rid of this stuff because it's a yard sale and yep learned my lesson that one wow i didn't yeah i I didn't know that about you oh my god i was a huge beanie baby kid oh my goodness uh yeah i loved beanie babies they were my friends i would talk to them and i would play with them and yes for all the listeners out there yep it's just exactly what it sounds like <laughs> i love uh when i learn these things about you because i i don't know that i'm ever surprised but i'm also like i can't believe i didn't know that about you yeah yeah so chain restaurants to me casey are definitely comfort food right they're 100 percent meant to heal your soul when i'm stressed i don't know about you but i'm definitely a stress eater that's what makes mm-hmm. me feel better. I just want like something greasy. If I had a stressful day, like I look at my wife, I'm like, whatever's on the menu, can we not? Can we just go get like some really bad food? And I don't know. Oh, I think depending on what I'm in the mood for, I go to different things. I, totally. And I, I mean, I think exactly cravings, right? How bad sometimes you get a craving that you're just like, well, I can't do anything else until I satisfy this craving. Yeah. And we talked about uh, McDonald's too. I, I used to travel a lot. And one of my favorite things I used to do when I traveled overseas is I would always find the McDonald's in that country and eat it there and try to eat it there. Tell me more. So in other countries, McDonald's is like a luxury, right? It's not like here where you just pull up with the car and eat it. Like it is like you go there for a treat. You go there for a family's night out. Like in Italy, that was the case. And so like the employees there take it very seriously the quality, the food. So when we used to go and it wasn't, it was like far away from us. Uh, Now there's one closer in in my town in Italy, but used to have to like travel like two hours. It's wow. It's, it's completely different ball game. And it's so delicious. Like the best Big Mac I've ever had in my entire life was in Greece. Really? Yes. Because they take it serious. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. So every time I go somewhere and I haven't been to many, I've been to the one in Greece uh, one in India, I've been to one in Italy, one in Mexico, and that's the extent of my uh, countries that I've visited. But yeah, always look for it. And if you're traveling, get yourself to a Mickey D's. Interesting. I remember going to one and maybe in like Paris or Germany when I was in high school and it, it just kind of tasted the same. So I was like, okay, I can, I can get this anywhere. Yeah. And sometimes they have like extra, like certain menu items that you can't get anywhere, which are fascinating. But mm-hmm. I always get, I just always try to eat it. Uh, and sometimes they're going to taste the same, but you know, you get the, like in, in India, for example, they don't have cheeseburgers. Really? Yeah. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. yeah it's all chicken and the chicken has like, it's a little different, obviously, but um wasn't my favorite, but I, you still have to try it. I, I just like to see those international menus for sure. Wow. I, if I'm ever allowed to travel again. Yeah, I know I one definitely, day. Definitely let you know. Are there any places that, you've gotten sick at that you won't eat at anymore like i know that's always a thing i have been burned uh sadly it used to be a favorite of mine but uh about a year ago 
at the time, my boyfriend and I, we got ourselves a Crave case from uh, White Castle. Okay. I, I wanted, this is a Jersey thing. So if there's any listeners here not from New Jersey, okay. And White, I mean, they're elsewhere, but White Castle, I mean, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. It's, it's something you may have heard of. But White Castle is known for their slider burgers, which in New Jersey tend to be called murder burgers because uh, they... Not in New Jersey. I've everywhere? never heard of a murder burger. Oh, everyone in my family calls them murder burgers. What? Yeah. That must be a South Jersey thing. See, folks, this no. is why there is a North and South. There's no... no I've never I, heard I, of I have a... family in North Jersey that, first of all, don't you dare bring up my South Jersey heritage. I've done a very good job of erasing that. I know, that's true. Um, shame on you. <laughs> Yeah, um, shame on me. But murder burgers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a thing. Anyways, my story here for a second. We just, we ordered a Crave case, which is, you know, 30 sliders that literally comes in like a, a paper cardboard suitcase. And we ate them and it, everything was fine. And then about two days later, we finished the leftovers. And I had probably the worst bout of food poisoning I've ever had in my entire life. Okay, so let's replay this, folks. All right. And that was a dumb move, Casey. So, um, y'all, yeah. first of all, Crave Case, delicious. 30 burgers. Look, I'm not judging. You can eat as many as you want to. Which is a lot for two people it's a to lot. eat. It's a lot for two people to eat. It's a lot of bread. So let's be honest. You know, it's not, not that bad. I love White Castle, by the way. But to eat the leftovers two days later, those are they, not it even allowed been refrigerated. To be yeah, but it's still. not like... I uh, okay. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and I learned my lesson in twenty twenty. And I'll tell you, I it it is so ruined for me. I'll never eat it again. And it makes me sad because I used to love it, and I drive past it every every so often, and I'm like, nope, I I can I physically, it's ruined for me. It's absolutely tarnished. Can't ever do it again. No, I get it. I I love White Castle. The only thing I've ever really gotten sick from, and I mentioned it in a previous episode, was the chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Mm. still till this day like i've tried it and i'm like oh it just tastes so bad to me the mcchicken to me i ironically does taste different but i don't know well, it's different chicken, chicken but yeah yeah it's true oh, yeah, which it's, shouldn't it's totally be but chicken. yeah 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 it really it shouldn't, shouldn't be the fact that we're saying but, it's a different chicken i think yeah. is extremely extremely problematic yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah no white castle's been ruined for me i also had a very suspect time at a, a subway once upon a time in like uh. Maybe high school question mark. I don't know. It was in Florida. There it is. Um, Everything bad happens yeah. in Florida. But the guy like wasn't wearing pants and he was like in the car making out with like his girlfriend. And then when we walked in, he like walked in after us and it was just weird. And he worked also, there? Yeah. Oh yeah, my God. It was weird. Talk about a $5 foot long. Oh my God. Ew. Um, and I have to just go on this tangent for a second, but I absolutely hate Subway. I, it gets on my nerves actually, because, and every so often, like I will say once a year, I find myself in a circumstance where somehow I have to eat Subway because I don't know, something's happening and it's like, oh, we have to stop here. Like it's literally, I, I never choose to do it. It just sort of happens. But with Subway in particular, what drives me nuts about Subway is, right, they have all these commercials where it's like the something something BLT or, oh, it's a sweet onion chicken teriyaki sandwich. And then you go to Subway, they have pictures of these sandwiches on the menu. And then when you, you ask them for it, they from start to finish are like, well, what do you want? I yep. want the sandwich on the menu. 
No, I, I don't know what's in that. Give me what's in the picture. I'm not sitting here trying to figure out, you know, playing freaking Nancy Drew to figure out what's in that photo. I want that. Give me that sandwich. It drives me absolutely nuts. Dude, I, I can't agree with you more. This is this would be like going to McDonald's and asking for a Big Mac and then they go, what do you want on it? Yeah. Like, give me the picture. Give me the picture. Don't, don't have the picture as an option. Like, I just, I, I genuinely don't understand. The other thing that freaks me out about Subway is why does every Subway smell the same? I don't know. Every Subway on planet Earth smells like this. Like, if you mixed um, hot lettuce inside a, like, a lukewarm jacuzzi and with, like, some Clorox. Like, it just has this weird, pungent odor, hospitalish odor to it that I just, oh, it, it skews me out. I can't stand Subway. You know what sus? about subway everything triangle cheese i've never in my life seen <laughs> cheese in the shape of a triangle i don't think i've ever even noticed that but yeah i just and i get it it's a sandwich like you want to make it customized but i don't know like why are you asking me if i want like ranch dressing on an italian sub like that shouldn't even be an option uh, or on a meatball sub like that should not be an option i agree also i feel like after 21 after the age of 21 you should no longer be allowed to eat at subway yeah you should just, just be like 21 and younger it's so gross i'm sorry if y'all eat it out there and i'm sure you're probably going you know yeah, we should have made this Your top chick- five worst. We will, food. we will, we will, yeah. because I, I think we feel just as passionately about the ones we hate uh, with uh, the ones we don't. But no, I, I'm with you at Subway. Have not eaten there in years, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, Antonio, you used to work at a restaurant, right? Yeah. So I started working when I was really young. I was like 15 or 16. My uncle owns a restaurant in Hoboken, and I would work there as a busboy, waiter, whatever it is. And let me tell you, it's it's a... I try to treat my waiters really good because people are weird and they treat you like the scum of the earth. If you've ever worked in service, especially food, people for some reason act like they are king and queens of the earth. And I'm like, bro, you're just at an Applebee's. Relax. Like, yeah. you, you don't own me. It's it's a weird, weird feeling. Uh, and I always relate that to like these fast food restaurants, like people treat them like garbage sometimes. And I'm like, they're serving your food. You'd never, ever mess with someone who serves your food or makes your food. That's life pro tip. I just, yeah, I, I never worked in a restaurant. Um, I worked in a grocery store, not totally similar, but again, in a service industry. And, you know, I learned a lot about other people. And whenever I go to a restaurant, I try to like tip as much as I can and be respectful, like clean up after my, you know, try to clean up after myself. and you know, not be rude. I sometimes when I go out to eat, like I can definitely be thirsty to the point where like, I know at times I've said, I'm like, just leave a pitcher. Like, just leave me a pitcher of water. I'll pour it myself. It's fine. But I just can't stand people that are so like rude and demanding. And I don't know. No, I I know what you mean. I've experienced all of that. And as someone, you mentioned tipping. It's someone who had to work on tips. I have a hot take about tips. I absolutely hate tipping culture. I think we have gotten to a point in America where we are making the consumer responsible for people's wages. And I think it is absolutely unfair and unrealistic. Why are there tip charges at Starbucks? You're getting paid to do a job, right? Like Mm -hmm. at restaurants, why am I tipping? It's a very Western thing. Why aren't they just 
charge me a little more. I don't want to feel this pressure of like good service. You should be giving me good service. Now I want to, I also want to mention that I do tip. Well, I am respectful. I'm not the person that's like, I shouldn't have to tip. So I won't, but I don't, when I don't have to tip, like if you are delivering me my food, obviously I'm going to tip you, but I, I, maybe people feel differently. I recently saw this on TikTok, but people, this person was complaining that if you place a pickup order, you should have to tip the person who's handing you your food. Why? Why are we tipping that person? Interesting. I mean, I think so. You bring up a good point. And I'm sure some of our listeners out there definitely have feelings about this. I mean, I definitely think unless I think it's absolutely insane to think that like some waiters or waitresses, uh, servers, whatever, they make like $2.14 an hour or whatever. How is that legal? I, I genuinely, I don't understand. And then exactly you, I mean, you mentioned it's putting it then back on the consumer. And I think it's this, this kind of slippery slope of, you know, what's, what's the best practice to get into here of how much are we, you know, 20%. I like that some restaurants now they like put the tip, they give suggestions of like, okay, 15% is this, 18% is this. But isn't that weird? It is. I mean, in retrospect, it it is. You're asking me to pay your employee. Why aren't you paying your employee? Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I it's a. I, I know, like in Italy, like Europe, that's not a thing. It's actually kind of offensive. It's a, It's like weird if you tip them. Yeah, uh, and it's like and now it's becoming like you have to tip everyone and everything for for all the things. Like yeah. no, just oh, and I do think right. Like where does the line draw? Because I would even say like right. I think a place like Starbucks, that's fine. Like if I'm if I'm paying with cash, which first of all is a dying is dying right we in covid we've seen chain shortages whatever the case may be but if i you know was going to starbucks and i was paying with five dollar bill and my coffee was four dollars and they gave me four quarters back i'm probably just going to drop them in the tip jar because i don't want to carry these quarters around like that i sort of understand but i think we're now in a weird spot in society where people aren't even carrying around physical money anymore no it's true so yeah I, you know what i'm going to start doing casey I think I got it. I'm going to put a tip jar in my office at work. You're not allowed to do that. Well, don't tell anyone. Uh Uh, Make sure the HR doesn't listen to it. Damn it. So state employees cannot do that. All right. But (laughs) but my point is. But no, I know what you mean. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, hey, I'm doing my job. Can you give me a tip if I do it better? I don't understand that. I I think that's where the expectation happened. Well, and my sister and I, we always used to go out to eat with like as soon as we could start to drive and we would go to like different diners or just kind of like mess around go wherever and like her and i used to say all the time like we when we were especially like you know 17 18 18 19 we would always get the worst service when it was just the two of us and we were always like oh they must think because we're a teen like we're not going to do anything we're not going to tip whatever and we would always we'd like leave a note on the back like we would leave a good tip and we'd like leave a note being like just you know like we're not typical teenagers like and almost like a what would you do sort of experience but i do think the concept of tipping is very outdated and i think there's definitely room for sort of improving the system yeah i can tell you right now working in a restaurant there were definitely times that we would judge 100 percent. like there used to be this one european couple because i don't think they were familiar with tipping who would never tip and we didn't service them as well and that's not fair to them but then, yeah. you know, in our ed, we were like, well, why am I going to work harder to get a $2 tip on a $75 bill? Yeah, no, it's definitely. And that's it's not got, fair for either of us. Yeah, it's it's complicated. And I just I feel bad, especially for all those people out there now that are dependent on tips or yep. you know, even the restaurant industry. 
it's it's a stressful time well and now i particularly tip extra like i'm like i feel like it's if no one else is going to help them if i can throw an extra you know instead of 20 percent, 25 30 like i'm a good tipper i just want to mention that i just think it's crazy that we have to we have to be the ones that pay their salary but anyways i <laughs> digress casey i'm uh you ready to get into our top five let's uh let's get into our top five this is going to make uh, everyone really hungry, and I do apologize for that ahead of time. I love food, so I will be describing these things as if they're right in front of me, and they might be, and you don't know that, but I really love my top five. I am so excited. How about you get us started, Antonio? I don't think uh, my top five, actually, my number five was probably the most difficult. The other ones I feel really confident confident in, they, you know, they fit right in, and the number five, I was like, I don't know what I want to go for. And I try to think of a place that I'm like, if I can have this late night for lunch, which one is it? And that is Taco Bell is my number five chain restaurant. I know it's kind of surprising. I I feel like Taco Bell is one of those places that you either love or hate. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where you stand on it, but I, I just love the food. I know it's not real Mexican food. I don't treat it as such. I always say like, yeah, Taco Bell is like its own category. It's its own category, but it's so delicious. The quesadillas, the sauces. I've even had their breakfast. I don't, I know I shouldn't, but their breakfast is really good. All of it all around. Um, Love it. I'm a little upset that they got rid of the Fiesta potatoes. That was like one of my favorite items on the menu, but anytime there's a Taco Bell and like, there's other options that would get before it. But this is one of those things where like, I just always want, they're burritos yeah, no, it's, and quesadillas. Oh, I know. I live with uh, two people that love Taco Bell. Um, wow. And I am not one of them. I'm not a huge, I don't know. To me, it's like, it's just never my go-to. Um, and it, I mean, it's probably, if I'm being honest, I don't think I've eaten Taco Bell in 15 years, maybe. Like, I couldn't oh, wow. even tell you gun to my head the last time I ate it. Like, it's just not something shame. that... I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I want. I understand the idea of it. I totally understand why it's it's popular. I, I absolutely get it. I think their branding in the past five, 10 years has been really smart, actually. Yeah. Like, talk about like fourth meal. Exactly. And the cho- um, uh, first of all, I'm so glad they got rid of the Chihuahua dog. Like that felt like borderline racist. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, definitely some cultural appropriation there. Oh, 100%. So I totally, totally understand why you would have that. Yeah. And it's funny. My wife has, uh, so as I mentioned, she's pregnant, baby's still not out, but we, she never, she hates Taco Bell. She's not a big fan and she never really has had any cravings, but early on in the pregnancy, she one day texts me and goes, oh my God, I'm having a craving. And I'm like, I'm here for it. Like your food is my food. So let, let's do this. Yep. And she, <laughs> she, she was like, I'm craving Taco Bell. She's like, I just saw a commercial and I really want it. And I'm like, okay, like we can go get it. She's like, no, I don't want, I don't want it. I'm like, oh, okay, so I won't, I won't get it. She sends me a picture of the, <laughs> of like their food items. And I'm like, okay, clearly you want it. Yeah. But sometimes like if I just show up with it, she's like, no, no, no. Like I just had a craving. I don't really want it. So I come home that day uh-huh. and she's crying that I didn't get her Taco Bell. But I'm like, you told me not to get Taco Bell, but she was like, yeah, but I really meant get it. So I ran oh. to get Taco Bell. And the moment I came home, she was like so happy for it. Never craved it again, but it was really funny, funny to see her crying over Taco Bell. I do want to also just throw out there, right? So for 
you know, maybe some of the listeners that don't know this, um, for me, myself, I live, you know, right off a major highway, a lot of like, if I need to get from, I can get wherever I need to get to very fast. But one problem I often run into sometimes is accessibility of certain fast foods. Yes. Because for example, like I, and you know, I'm not a Taco Bell, that's not my go-to, but like the first one I can think of, I'm like, oh, it's so far away. And I'd have to like, it's on my side of the highway, but to get there, I'd have to cross my highway, go past it. True. And so like, you know, Taco Bell is probably never gonna, it would never be on my list, but accessibility. I don't no, I get for it. it. Okay. Go. All right. So Casey, what is your number five? Um, I'm a little nervous. I didn't do this right, but uh, we're just going to delve into it. Antonio, my number five is Red Robin. No, that fits right in. Okay. Just wanted to check. But yeah, Red that's Robin a chain to restaurant. Me, Interesting. Oh I love, I don't go there that often. Um, we're not huge go, go out to eaters. My partner and I, you know, we're, we, there's like one or two diners we like. We'll get pizza here and there. And there's one or two just like local places we like. But there's something about Red Robin that I just, it like makes my mouth salivate when I think about it. It's, you got bottomless fries, which genius because French fries, I'm sure, cost nearly nothing. They're, I just find their menu items to be really exciting. They've got a couple different burgers that I think they do really well. I was a kid. They had this freckled lemonade that I used to like just obsess over. It was $4, but it was like lemonade with strawberries in it. So I was like, Love if it. I drink four of these, it's a dollar each. And I remember like I wouldn't want to leave until I drank four of them. Oh, my God. So um, just to get your money's worth, right? Of course. Yeah. Have you met Did me? you um, ever Casey? put the French fries in your pocket because they were bottomless? I just want to make sure. I just. Um. Not- not that I can remember, but honestly, probably at least once in my life because they were bottomless. But they also have that like interesting, like salty stuff on the table. Like they have that red robin dust, I guess, if yep. you call it. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm talking about? Like they put it yeah. on their, their, yeah, yeah, their, yeah, their they have those steak, which I mean, they have steak fries, which you don't often find well. But the seasoning that they provide, I just think is really good. And yeah, for that reason, I have red robin. Uh as my number five. So I'm not mad at it. I'm a little surprised. I because you mean you make very good points. I think their burgers are mediocre and steak fries are like my least favorite shape of fries. So it's not the worst place I've been. I, I respect it. I'm just surprised to hear you say that. Okay. That's okay. okay. Well, and I noticed you say you thought you did it wrong. You didn't. Uh, I, I noticed at least Three of my five are fast food restaurants. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have a mix. I have okay. A mix. So I'm going to go with my number four. Okay. And my number four is Popius, also <gasps> known as Popeyes. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't know if this was going to be on your... Popeyes. First of all, I love fried chicken in general. And I do think that Popeyes has the superior fried chicken in the game. It is also... I know that there's an, a competitor chicken sandwich. I don't care. I haven't had it. But I can tell you that Popeye's chicken sandwich is absolutely delightful. It has the perfect texture. It is creamy with that the, the spicy mayo, the brioche bun. Oh, it is so perfect. And their fried chicken and biscuits, their fries. It is everything that I need in a fast food restaurant. When I was a young kid, maybe about 10, I used to go there with my... Uh, my mom would take me there and I, I didn't know that it was like a chain restaurant. I didn't even understand the concept of chain restaurants as a kid. And I asked the manager there for the recipe 
when I was 10 years old and he wouldn't give it to me because I loved it so freaking much as a kid. And I still continue till this day. I don't know why it's called Popeye's. It feels kind of like randomly named, Uh huh. but absolutely delicious. And it is number four on my list. Pope. I was hoping Pope. Yes. Would make an appearance on this podcast. Yeah. I feel like Pope. Yes. Is one of those things that when you see it that way, you will never not yeah and i was gonna say for our our listeners out there i know that they're now no matter what they're gonna drive past the popeyes and they're gonna think oh poop yes yes it totally works i totally get it all right antonio my number four is not quite common up here yet um i've eaten this down when i was in austin texas okay it is a place called torchy's tacos and they are known for having uh, damn good tacos. And let me tell you, sir, this one of the best fast food chains I've ever ha- eaten at in my entire life. I looked it up because I wanted to make sure it was a chain. Um, by the year 2023, they're hoping to add, you know, another like fi- 50 to 100 locations. But Torchy's Tacos, it's a Southwestern taco place. Um, it is so good there, Antonio, that. I have been there before and I've actually gotten down on my hands and knees hands and knees and prayed. Wow. How it made good. you so religious. And food does that. Oh, it was an absolute, absolute religious experience. And just to let you know, right, what kind of food they have. Like I'm looking it up. I'm on their website right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for our listeners out there that are like, oh, I haven't heard of it, they've got breakfast tacos, they've got queso. All sorts of good stuff. They also have a secret menu. So if you Ooh. ever are like, you know, down south, I, I've eaten there in Austin, Texas. Delicious. But they one of their tacos, right? It's called the Trailer Park. It's fried chicken, green chilies, lettuce, lettuce, pico de gallo, cheddar, jack cheese uh, with a poblano sauce. It's absolutely oh. to die for. Fried avocado. Baja Wait, and they shrimp. also, it mentions that there's a happy hour. So they even sell drinks. Yeah, it is like just absolutely one of the greatest 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 things and I, I genuinely hope that they eventually make their way up north because to me i'm like that's that's cuisine that i'm like oh my god i dream about it that's i you know this i'm actually pleasantly surprised at this one because i didn't think uh you'd have something on there that's not in jersey and i love that because i'm always looking for new places it doesn't look like there's one it's all midwestern which is uh, what you mentioned. But I, I hope they make some up here because it looks absolutely delicious. I respect it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Do you want to go back to back? Uh, yeah, I think we're going to need to. So my number three, and I believe it or not, um, I, I think my number three is going to be your number one. Okay. If I know you. So I would like to, can I just, can I skip my number All three right. and we go okay. to you? Okay. Yep. 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 That's fine. Um, my number three is one that we have talked about. It is when I'm craving bad food, there's a specific menu item at this place that I want when I have those cravings. It is a comfort food. It's a late night fast food restaurant. It is a classic American tradition, and that is McDonald's. <sighs> I believe McDonald's has the best French fries. The Big Mac is absolutely iconic. And there's something about their Coke that tastes like unlike anything else, which is not just their Coke, but their their Sprite, too. There's like conspiracy 
theories on the internet about the Sprite at McDonald's. There's no conspiracy theories. There, it's been proven that they are slightly different. They're altered at those, uh, to at those uh, McDonald's to to taste a little bit differently. And it is so so good. Love the red color. Obviously, they do sell happiness, and it's for much something cheaper. F- for much cheaper. And it's something that I've I've gone to as a kid, and I just think I've carried that with me. I did fall off a little bit, and then. As a, and as an adult, I'm like, this is far superior than any other burger chain, fast food chain I'll ever go to. So that's, funny. that's why number three is McDonald's. So your number three is my number one. Get out. And I'm confident. And so I won't get into it because I want to make this exciting. Um, but I'm confident that my number three is your number one. I'm willing to bet this podcast on it. Okay, careful um, there, because we've done this before. No, 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 <laughs> no but like miserably. I, I just, I just know. But let me just really quickly. I mean, just to reiterate what you were saying about McDonald's. To me, it's like I, I mean, I associate it with my childhood. Like I always wanted to go there as a kid. It was a lot of fun for me. To me, I know the chicken nuggets made you sick, but to me, they're just like they like speak to my childhood. I'm one of those people. Like I had seen supersize me and like yes. afterwards I, I wanted to go to McDonald's. I can't watch that movie for that reason. Oh yeah. Like people are like, oh, how can you eat there after that? I'm like, no, like I, I it just makes me want it more. Like, but also I, like no duh, it's gonna make you fat if you eat it all the time. It's not good yeah. for you. It's meant to be yeah. eaten once in a and, while. And I mean I will say Morgan Sparlock who created the documentary like did do a lot of good with that because they did change their menu up. They they now have to kind of abide by more laws and regulations and stuff. But I just it might peak like in high school, do you want to know what my like McDonald's order was? This is like almost embarrassing. In high school, I would go to McDonald's and I would order two double cheeseburgers, a large fry, 10 to 20 nuggets, depending on how I was Wait, this is one meal? Yeah. Okay. 10 to 20 nuggets, depending on how I was feeling. And if I was feeling like extra saucy, a milkshake. Oh my God. How I was not the size of a house is beyond me. You know what my order was? It what? was, um, I think it was their number two, which was two. The two cheeseburger the meal? two cheeseburger meal. Classic. Yeah. Yep. No, of course, no pickles because I absolutely despise pickles. Also, fun fact, I actually believe that, I know I didn't, but I actually believe that I invented the bacon cheeseburger. This is, this is how I know I love food, Casey, and that I've been <laughs> always good at it. As a kid, Casey, as a kid, okay, remind you, I moved from Italy. Bacon mm-hmm. is, is not eaten for breakfast there. Like, it's not really a thing as it is here. I went to McDonald's and I used to ask the people if they could add bacon to my burger before bacon cheeseburgers were like popular or, or on their menu. I That's swear so to God. So I, I literally, as a kid, when I used to see it, when I like years later, I saw it and I'm like, they got that for me. I'm the reason they have bacon cheeseburgers at McDonald's. That's so funny. Wow. That's wow. Good for you. You were ahead of the curve. I'm actually surprised that no McDonald's is number one because I would have bet my life that there was another one as in. I think the one you're thinking is probably my number two. All right. So give Um, me your number three. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna skip my number three because I know my number three is your number one. That's how well I know you. Okay. So you want to give us your number two then? I will give you my number two, thus completing my list. But uh my number two is Chipotle. I knew it. That's the one I would have said was your number one. Yeah. Chipotle to me. And I mean, the reason I had McDonald's a, a smidge over is it's a little bit more traditional fast food in my mind. And I'm more likely like if I'm driving, um, which is often normally when I'm warranted sort of treating myself to fast food, 
I'm going to McDonald's. I'm not going to Chipotle because you can't eat Chipotle and drive. You'll uh, crash your car. Yeah. I just love Chipotle. I think Chipotle is doing the Lord's work. I think their food is phenomenal. It's fast. It's fresh. It's delicious. I just, I'm never disappointed. Um, I am probably the nicest person I am on planet Earth. Um, to the person at Chipotle that scoops like the meat and the vegetables into your uh, your bowl or your burrito, I'll be like, oh, you know, like just so utterly, utterly nice to them. So they can they give you a little them. extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably like, I'm so nice to them. But I just love Chipotle. I think their food is absolutely delicious. And it's also to me, it's worth the price. Because if I get Chipotle, I'm now at a point where like, that's like two meals for me. It's true. You had an app, though, too, that would tell you to eat Chipotle once a month. I used to, yeah. I've uh, since uh, done away with that app, and I just go, you know, uh, whenever I want. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I've um, my Chipotle was in my honorable mention, which uh, we'll talk about. Shocking. Wait, I, I also just want to add before you say anything yeah, about yeah. Chipotle. I used to not be a Chipotle fan, and then I because I am anti cilantro. There are two oh, yes. types of people in this world: you love cilantro or you hate cilantro. And I, it tastes like soap. I don't like it. I can't stand it. And I used to be anti-Chipotle for the longest time until I learned that their brown rice is made with less cilantro. So I was like, done, I'm in, I'm locked in. And it's now a to- tolerable, more than tolerable for me, but I absolutely enjoy it. So. No, that's fair. Well, so I, I have a love-hate relationship with Chipotle. I've gotten sick from Chipotle. Uh, Casey, I don't know if you remember, we were at a Broadway show and we yes. had eaten it right before and i'm pretty sure i missed an entire act because i was really sick from the chipotle we had just eaten so i have yeah. a love hate uh i think it's delicious i just think it's a little tad bit overrated uh, and inconsistent i should say maybe not overrated i think depending on where you go you get a different i don't know the rice is sometimes better at other places so yeah I, I always get nervous when, they're, place, when but... they're at the bottom of the rice. That always makes me nervous. Yeah, I'm like, I don't I'm want like, that. Oh. I don't want that. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I learned I learned how to make it at home. Yes, I know. You did. You have to share that recipe with me. But I, uh, yeah, Chipotle, I just love. Although what grinds my gears, just to pivot for a second, sometimes it feels like every single time I go to Chipotle, somehow I'm behind a woman that has six kids that she's ordering Chipotle for. <laughs> I'm like, is, this is rule. not for kids. Kids, kids don't know what cilantro is they don't know what sofritas is like their palate is, is not sophisticated yeah enough. yeah i'm like take them to mcdonald's get them a cheeseburger call it a day yeah get them a happy meal yeah i respect your number two i would have bet it was number your number one but it makes sense all right so my number two is actually the only one on my list that is more of like a sit down and serve kind of place okay and it is known for its delicious cheesecake Oh, which is why my number two is the Cheesecake Factory. I don't know about you. I know it's a huge menu. I know there's too much on there, but I always get excited to go to Cheesecake Factory because I feel like their food is creative and it's delicious. Their food is really good. I have this conspiracy theory that Cheesecake Factories are only allowed to be built within wherever there will be like a 45 minute wait radius. Because I just feel like anytime you go there, pre-COVID, obviously, there was always huge lines, people waiting. And it was like, oh, yeah, somehow it was always 45 minutes. That's not a bad theory. That actually might be a thing. Yeah. I might to, to make them look something. more busy and make them more, you know, make people want to go there during off hours. I feel like that that could be an actual, like, business plan. I love their cheesecake. Uh, I know for me, though, 
even though there's so many items, I always end up getting like the same three things. One of yeah. them is the Louisiana chicken pasta, which I absolutely love. So good. I just never have room for cheesecake. Well, I usually bring it home or I eat mm. like half of it and bring it home. Their cheesecake is so good. It's not like real cheesecake anyways. It's more like cake. It's decadent. It, yeah. It's so good. And I, I thought really of good. a place that I'm like, where do I feel happy when I go there? And Cheesecake Factory is definitely one of those places. Delicious food, definitely unhealthy. It was actually rated the most unhealthy <laughs> restaurant. I absolutely believe it. They have like a 30-page menu. They, it's too much. It's They need to much. cut it down. But it's so good. So good. So that's the reason Cheesecake Factory is my number two. That makes two. sense why it's your number two. All right. So we're about to potentially discover your number three and what you believe my number one is. Yeah. So I want to do this. Can we, on three... Sure. On Say three. On three. So one, okay. two. No, I guess <laughs> this is like rock, yeah. paper, scissors. Is it rock, paper, yeah. scissors? Or is it rock, paper, yeah. scissors, shoot? Okay. Like um, after one, three. two, three. Say- okay. So yeah. one, two, three, and then say it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Right, ready? Yeah. All right. One, two, two three. three. Shake, Shake Shack. Shack. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I knew it. All right. Tell I me why seen... it's so far, why it's so low on your list. It's. I mean, I think it's middle of the pack for me. I just, uh, to me, first of all, Shake Shack is, again, it goes back to accessibility. The closest Shake Shack to me, I think, is like probably 15 minutes away. Um, and it's That's just, not far. I, okay. But I'm just saying, like, in, in retrospect, like, if I wanted to go to McDonald's, McDonald's is closer than Shake Shack is. Yeah, but they're different experiences. You would oh, go absolutely. there for different reasons. You know what I mean? Like- absolutely. But I also, like I said, I'm more of a, like, McDonald's to me, it's the chicken nuggets that I like. True. Or Shake, so Shake Shack, you know, I got to be in like a mood for it. But Shake Shack is absolutely delicious. They, I mean, it's definitely a growing chain. I think they're doing a really good job with how they grow. I think their food, I mean, I'll let you talk about it because you are like Shake Shack's number one brand ambassador. Well, I've mentioned on previous podcasts that I love burgers. I fell in love with burgers. And one of the things that I ate that made me fall in love with burgers even more was a Shake Shack burger. I've had, I've had in and out burger when we were in California, not as good as a Shake Shack burger. It was very good. Not as good as a Shake Shack burger. It is absolutely perfect with the brioche bun, the smashed burger, their shack sauce, their lettuce, tomato, just there's so much simplicity in the burger and it melts in your mouth when you bite into it. It is, I've, almost never had a bad experience in fact there's one time i was uh, at the shake one of the shake shacks and this was pre-covid and i remember saying like if i was ever gonna go to jail for life or if i had a choice and i could choose my last meal it would be shake shack and the dude that was like walking by he was like that's awesome dude so i tweeted at them and they tweeted back at me, and you guys actually framed it for me yes. and uh, as a birthday I, gift. I, I, tweet. I love, love, love Shake Shack. I love the simplicity, and of course, I love burgers. It's, it's, it's in my top five best burgers that I've ever eaten. And I, I love that it's so accessible and easy to get to. Fast, casual, high-quality, delicious yep. It's really burgers. good. I also like that they have cheese fries. Like, that's kind of nice. You don't often see that on the menu. They got the crinkle cut. But, uh, yeah, Shake Shack is absolutely delicious. Well, and they're, in my opinion, I think their french fries are absolutely perfect. They are really good. Hot and crispy. Yeah. And so, I mean, there you have it. There's there's my top five. Two burger places. You got a sit-down spot. You got a Pope Yes. And you got some yeah. 
you know, Taco Bell. It's a little mixed today. It's a little mixture of things. What was your uh, honorable mention? So my honorable mention, um, I had, believe it or not, I had uh, Sonic in my honorable mention. Oh, ew. Stop. I, I like Sonic. I think it's it's like a cute concept. I think it's, you know, you don't see that very often um, being able to like, like it's literally like a drive, uh, like a drive-in kind of thing where people, you know, would come out and roller skates and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, concept you know, wise, I would say is, is A+. plus. Yeah. But the food um, isn't good. I I think maybe you've just had a couple of bad experiences. Yeah, maybe. That's I just true. I think I think the menus sort of uh, got a good amount of stuff in it. So that was kind of one of my honorable mention. That's really kind of it. Um, wow. Cheesecake Factory definitely is in there. Um, I had wanted to include Wendy's in my honorable mention, but I actually want to take a moment to do a little bit of educating uh, for our listeners out there because I learned this. But Wendy's is actually um, there's a trend on. A lot of people online talking about boycotting Wendy's. Do you know about this, Antonio? I don't really know. I've kind of, like, I've heard some stuff, and I'm not 100% sure that I understand. Yeah. So, essentially, um, there's a coalition of Imokali workers. Um, I hope I said that right. Who, they're a collection of uh, immigrants that have, you know, work on farms and things like that. Um, And Wendy's doesn't want to pay them uh, fair wages. And so all these other major fast food chains like McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, Chipotle are all a part of the fair food program. And Wendy's refuses to join. And for that reason, I just think, you know, do better, Wendy's. Yeah, I mean, if you can, I feel like uh, if, if you can take the time to create, you know, hire people for your Twitter account to be dope, uh, yep. you can do the same for human rights and, and these people who work hard to make things happen. I mean, you want to talk about first responders, not first mm-hmm. responders, um, essential workers. These are the folks that were keeping people fed and yeah, keeping making billionaires become trillionaires. Essentially. So, yeah. and um, Amy Schumer has a podcast out where she did a whole episode on this. It's really informative. I would encourage people to listen to it. Um, but her, her podcast. I believe that episode came out on May 5th. It was all about advocating for the rights of migrant workers. Love that. And so I just want people to know that, you know, don't be afraid to do some research as to where your food is coming from, um, because we want to make sure that people get fair, fair wages for fair work and, you know, do better. There you go. A little education. Um, it is delicious, but at the same time, we got to do better. Um, all right. All my honorable mention, I'm surprised you didn't have as many, but PF Chang's is on there. Oh, I like ate there once for a sweet 16. I really like it. It it was great. I just, again, couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had, I did have Chipotle. I had Duncan on there, which like, I was was like, I don't know if it's a chain, if it's, I don't know what to call it. So I kind of left it out. Duncan is a chain. What I can appreciate about Duncan is that it's like, why are they always playing Russian roulette with your coffee? Every time I stopped getting coffee there. It doesn't even matter what you ask for. It's like you just you're quite literally I feel like you're gambling on what you're going to get every time. Um, You know, sometimes if you get nice coffee, there's like sand on the bottom because that's how much sugar they put in it. Yeah, I don't know. No, I I totally inconsistent. Yeah, they're they're consistent at being inconsistent. Yeah, well, they're good at that. So I also had so a few of the ones that have Buffalo Wild Wings. I love the the reason why Buffalo Wild Wings is on there. I know I knew you were going to say that. 
it's very straight to me, but it's, first of all, it's a sports bar and the environment is fantastic. Like if you are I a went, sports um, fan. Okay. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. okay please finish your sentence. No, finish I was going to say, if you are a sports fan, I don't think their food is that good, but I just think like, it's a fun place to be. I went there like maybe twice in my life and I was like astounded at how many televisions there were. Oh like, my God. Like if you told me if you took the the TVs off the walls and the roof just collapsed because there was nothing holding them up, I'd be like, oh, that that checks out. I, good for you, not for me. Um, I like wings. I think Buffalo Wild Wings is like weird. I just, the fact that they have to like bring a radio transmitter to your table so you can hear what certain TVs are playing. I just felt like I was like, being yelled at the entire time I was there because it was so loud. But no, I mean it's loud, but you have to be into sports. Which I mean, imagine I, if they had a similar thing for like Broadway. You know, it was Broadway I, themed. Yeah, I'd probably love that. Yeah, I would love it. Um, and a few other ones. A new one on my list is Kava, which is like a Ooh. Middle Eastern type cuisine version of Chipotle. Cool. It's so good. One of my new favorites. But you know, not enough to make me want to eat it all the time like the other one. So absolutely there you have it there's my top five and i don't know i hope we made you hungry yeah because i certainly am right now and i might have to make a decision on where i'm gonna go eat my dinner there you go and i think it's safe to say we're still friends yeah no we've uh the fact that you can guess my number one i think uh is definitely exactly there you go casey i wish you nothing but a fantastic new year and that you're meeting all your resolutions and goals that you want. And let's be honest. Let's, I, I feel good about this year. Do you? I have nothing else to feel but good for this next year. We have no choice. May 2021 and the future bring you whatever you're looking for. All right. Well, with that, folks, thank you for listening to another episode of the Enlisted Podcast. My name is Antonio Tamo. And I'm Casey Coleman. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Enlisted Podcast. Want more of these podcasts? Be sure to click the subscribe button and leave us a review with a suggestion of what you'd like for us to debate next. Until next time.